there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. In case you haven't heard, we are holding a free masterclass for new litigation paralegals this week. We've got one session on June 8th at 12 o'clock and another one on Saturday morning, the 11th at 11 a.m. for those who can't attend during the week. Now, I also know that a lot of times you can't get in front of a computer and you prefer audio. So I'm going to give you an abbreviated version of what's covered in that free masterclass. And this is the three key areas to focus on early in your litigation career. And it's about more than just paralegal skills. Those three key areas are mindset, behaviors, and skills. Now, the problem is that too often, most people just focus on paralegal skills and ignore the other two. I can tell you in the last 30 years, I've met a lot of paralegals who had excellent skills, but not the right mindset or behaviors. And because of that, they're not seeing the same success as other paralegals. The same could be said about someone who has the right mindset, the right behaviors, and lacks the skills. I'm going to include a PDF of a graphic that I put together. It's going to be on the episode page for you to view and download, and it'll help you visually see these three in a Venn diagram, all intersecting. And they are the three key areas. And then we have three key areas coming out of those three. So nine, essentially, but three key areas, mindset, behaviors, and skills. When I'm talking about mindset, it's one the mindset that you can be a rock star paralegal now, not 10 or 15 years from now, and two, the mindset that you own your career, and three, the mindset that you own your cases. If we look at the three key behaviors, it's one, to be proactive, two, to pay attention to detail, and three, to master time management. In the final part of the three keys is the skills. For litigation, it's one, to master the discovery phase, because that's where, as a litigation paralegal, you're going to spend most of your time and energy, and where you can be a huge asset to the attorneys on your team. Then two, there is to sharpen your technology skills, and three, to level up your trial prep skills, even if you don't go to trial. I developed that framework years ago when I designed the Litigation Paralegal Bootcamp. I call it the Litigation Paralegal Career Accelerator, and I developed the course curriculum around those nine areas, but they all come from those three critical areas, mindset, behaviors, and skills. For the masterclass, I only talk about one of those three, mindset, because we're limited, of course. I'm not talking about the mindset of, oh, you should have a positive, happy, upbeat attitude at work. I'm talking about having those three key mindsets. One, that you can be a rock star paralegal now, not later. Two, the mindset that you own your career. And three, the mindset that you own your cases. 
The problem with focusing on just one of those areas, let's say, for example, skills, is that then you might have a tendency to think, well, it takes years and years and years of experience to get those skills. I'm telling you, it doesn't have to, but it does take all three mindset, behaviors, and skills. Now, notice how I didn't say anything about education in there. That's because, as you know, if you're working as a litigation paralegal, they don't teach you how to be a great litigation paralegal in any paralegal certificate program. And education is not in that Venn diagram because there are plenty of successful paralegals out there, we all know them, who have no paralegal certificate. Now, I am not advocating that someone should not get a paralegal certificate, not at all. I have a paralegal certificate, and it was while I was getting my paralegal certificate that one of the instructors told me about a job opportunity at a local law firm. The reason I don't advise on skipping the paralegal certificate is because not having one will limit your job opportunities. Most of the large law firms require a paralegal certificate. But what I am saying is it's not critical to whether or not you have one or where you got it from. And it's not the paralegal certificate that determines how successful you will be. It's going to be your mindset, your behaviors, and your skills. Back when I was a paralegal manager, I hired a paralegal who didn't have a paralegal certificate. And you know what? She was and still is a great paralegal. What makes firms allow for an exception during the interview when they hire someone who doesn't meet the firm's exact job description, or maybe they don't have a paralegal certificate? It's their mindset. It's their drive. Skills can be taught. Mindset and behaviors, they're learned. They're constantly changing. They're constantly evolving. In other words, you have a growth mindset. So the first mindset, it doesn't take years for you to be a rock star paralegal. Well, first, what does it mean to be a rock star paralegal? What would it look like for you? Maybe it's boatloads of money. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make a decent living, but it could also mean respect, credibility, doing work that's challenging and rewarding. Maybe it's having a window office or having the freedom to work from home. I promise you the mindset thing is so important. If nothing else, if you walk away today just a little bit more with, you know, a kick in your step and a little bit more confidence walking down the hall, maybe thinking to yourself, you know, I don't need to compare myself to that 30-year paralegal. Maybe it did take them 10 or 20 years to get there when they started their career in the 90s, but it's not the 90s anymore. And that doesn't mean it has to take you that long. Okay, next mindset is take ownership of your career. I call it investing in your career. And if you've read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits, it's been a while for me, but I love the story in there. One of his habits is to sharpen the saw, similar to what I'm saying, invest in your career. The story goes that this guy is up in a tree cutting this branch with a dull saw and somebody comes up underneath the tree and says, hey, I've got a saw sharpener down the road in my barn. And he's standing underneath the tree. And the guy says, well, but it's going to take me too much time to get the saw out of this branch, climb down the tree, walk to your barn, sharpen the saw. Then I have to walk back here and climb back up the tree. By that time, I'll already have the branch cut. It took him twice as long as he thought it was going to, to get that branch cut. And where I see this a lot is when you don't continually invest in your career or take ownership of it and say, this is my career. I own it. I'm only going to be as successful as what I put into it. 
then what happens to the quality of your work product if you're working with a dull saw? You know, five, 10, 15 years in, it starts taking you longer to do things than other people. Maybe you're not keeping up with technology, but it's not just technology. It's ways to do things better, more efficiently. And essentially, you're working with a dull saw. But what I also see happen too often is a paralegal gets certified through NALA or NIFPA or NALS, or maybe you get an e-discovery certification or legal project management certification. Those are all great and something that I totally encourage. Where the problem comes in is in order to keep those credentials, you have to get a certain amount of CLE credits every year. And I get it. I was there. Instead of focusing on adding skills or changing behaviors or improving a mindset, everyone's focused on give me the CLE credit. So over a two-year period, you're required to get X amount of CLE credits. You take an hour webinar here and there from a judge or a lawyer teaching other lawyers how to interpret some rule, maybe even in a practice area you don't work in. It adds nothing to your skill set. It does nothing for your mindset. And it does nothing to show you behaviors that could improve your career. But you get a CLE credit, so you're happy. You can renew your credential. The only problem is when you find something that doesn't give you a CLE certificate and you pass it by, something that could add a skill, a true skill, or mindset or behavior. Now, let me be clear about this. It's not that I'm saying that owning your career means you have to take extensive trainings every month or every year even. What I'm talking about could be a daily 15-minute video show that shows you how to do one little thing more efficiently or a 20-minute podcast while you're driving to work. Things that aren't going to give you a CLE credit or a certificate, but that add value to your career. I did a podcast episode early on. It was titled, Let's Talk About Paralegal Career Security. It was episode five. In it, I talked about using a career development plan. You can go grab that on the episode page for episode five. It could be something as simple as setting up an Excel spreadsheet where you make a list of everything that you want to improve on this year or skills that you want to add, behaviors you want to change. But it has to be more than just a list of what you want to learn. Make a plan. Write down, this is the category of training I'm going to get. How am I going to get it? How much time is needed? When am I going to be able to do it? What's the cost? Is it something I can get reimbursed by the employer? And then was it completed? All right, number three on mindset. Take ownership of your cases. In the litigation boot camp, I call this becoming the information manager of your cases rather than the taskmaster who gets piecemeal projects, usually last minute, and you don't know the big picture of the case. The way to take ownership of your cases is to know everything that's happening in those cases and proactively managing those things well before the attorney asks you to do something. You might be saying, well, how can I possibly know everything that's going to be happening in all of my cases? You have to put your eyes on everything that comes in on those cases. Instead of going over that again in this episode, I'm going to direct you to episode three, which is titled something like how to add mind reading to your paralegal skill set. Now, in that episode, I was not talking about how to learn how to read someone's mind, of course. I gave tips on how to proactively manage your cases. Okay, so the three key areas that are critical to your success are mindset, behaviors, and skills. 
It's not just about your paralegal skills. If you'd like to take a deep dive into all three of those, join me in the litigation bootcamp. It starts this week. In fact, before I go, I want to read you something that Sarah wrote about the litigation bootcamp, which really says it all. You can read her review on the course page. What she wrote was, the challenge I've encountered since completing my paralegal certificate two years ago is dot, dot, dot. How shall I put this? Really just knowing what my job is supposed to be, trying to reinvent the wheel without confirmation of whether I'm doing it correctly. And then with air quotes, she wrote, on-the-job training has meant I'm going to make my best guess under pressure with little or no guidance. And that's been hard for me because I care deeply about doing good work. Providing legal support feels like trying to assemble a 5,000-piece jigsaw puzzle without the picture on the box. I was looking for that picture on the box. The tools provided in this course are helping me understand where to focus my energy. Good on you, miracle worker. Those are her exact words. One of the reasons I love what she wrote so much is because she said what everyone experiences when they're first starting out. On-the-job training has meant I'm going to make my best guess under pressure with little or no guidance. And that's hard because I care deeply about doing good work. One other thing I'd like to add that I'm super excited about. Soon after this episode comes out in a week, maybe two, there's going to be an interview I had with the director of paralegals at a large firm who started out as a receptionist. For everyone out there listening who's a receptionist in a law firm right now, That episode is going to inspire you so much. And for those paralegals out there wondering where to take your career from here, you're going to love it. Okay, our actionable strategies for this episode are to have the mindset that one, you can be a rock star paralegal now, not decades from now. Two, you own your career. And three, you own your cases. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.